Hi guys, welcome to uh, my first podcast. My name is Esteban and I'm here with my uh, good best friend, Michael. Hey guys. And um, I don't know, I just wanted to start a podca- podcast. I guess this is going to be like an intro podcast or I don't even know what, the, I don't really have a plan, but I just want to jump into it and just try it, you know? Um, with any ideas what to talk about? Yeah, like, let's talk about music and how it influenced us growing up. Okay. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I mean, growing up, music has always been, like, a part of my family's life. Because I know for some people, music may not be, like, involved in their life. Mm -hmm. And they don't experience it until maybe later in their life. You know, like, not like, I'm not talking about Amish people or, like, Mennonite people. I'm just saying, like, sometimes... People are introduced to certain things later in life. Like, at a young age, I was introduced to music fairly young. And this was in a time when, like, MTV still had music on TV. And, like, we had the cable television music shows that were actually showing music. And they weren't showing, like, these fucking reality shows that they have now. So, like, I remember waking up at like 5.30 in the morning just to turn on the TV and switch over to Views or switch over to MTV to watch like the morning music videos that hit up. And like during that time, it was like, it's the emo revolution slash rap revolution that was happening and music was changing. Yeah. And everybody was, it seemed like everybody back then was more inclusive than they are now. Because, like, back then you could have fucking Gerard Way standing next to Jay-Z at the fucking MTV Music Awards and they're getting along just fucking fine. And then you have it now where it's, like, people shun the rock artists to one area and then people shun, like, the rappers to one area and the pop artists to another area. And it's like I think that's always kind of been like that, to be honest. I mean, not I think... really. Because, like, back then you would have fucking collabs. Like, you take Taking Back Sunday, for instance... They had fucking Flavor Flav in one of their videos, which makes no fucking sense, but he was there. Well, there's a difference between, like, having, like, a guest star in a video and, like, having somebody collab. Because there's a... mm... I mean, I know music's changed. I mean... I'm not that old. I'm 21, you know? And, uh... I bet my, my mom always listens to, like older music and classic rock and stuff like that so i know i know a good a fair amount i guess you know of uh older music which would be considered older to me you know but uh as as far as like categorizing stuff like that and like oh well you can't you can't listen to this because you listen to this or you dress like this and you can't listen to this or whatever i feel like that's always been there you know but uh i don't know well how how's it influ- like how has that influenced you though like music i guess i guess it's just changed a lot of aspects of me because growing up every my like my parents especially thought oh like he's going to get into like the rap scene and rap music because that's what he's listening to right now and then as i grew up it was like that wasn't the case like i got into more like first it was like metal uh uh-huh. And then it went from metal to, like, indie rock, and then indie rock to alternative, and then alternative to... It went from metal to indie? Yeah, it did. That is a weird jump. It's <laughs> a very weird jump, and it's one that I can't explain, but it's it's happened. 
You know, I went from hearing a bunch of hard shit and then, like, all of a sudden, I don't know if it's just because of, like, the things I was going through in my life at that time where it's just, like, the hard shit was, like, what I was feeling and I was angry inside and I didn't really know how to express it. So through music is what I, like, tried to tame myself with it Mm -hmm. while I was hating my entire life. And then later down the line, like, I don't know if it's because I started getting sad and then it became, like, depressing music. And then now it's, yeah. like, at a point where I just want music that sounds, like, nice and chilling and instrumentals and, like, random things thrown in there. Because, I don't know, it's just, the weird weirdness just appeals to me because it's just my general characteristic. Like, I can't like things that are normal for some reason. Yeah, that's, that's good. I'm sorry. Like, what I view as normal is, like, kind of boring. Or it's, like, Ooh. I like the uniqueness and stuff. Because, like, say, for instance, like, there's, like, two stuffed animals, and one of them's, like, the cute one that everybody wants, and everybody's buying it, and then next to it's, like, this ugly fucking stuffed animal that nobody wants, because, like, who would it appeal to? Like, I've always been appealed to, like, that ugly fucking stuffed animal. (laughs) So, yeah, that's going off a rant of something else. So... I don't know, it's just, I think it's been through the motions in my life where it's like, I was angry, and then I was really sad, and then now I'm getting to a place where I'm okay, and I'm just, like, discovering things on my own now, mm-hmm. so, like, that's been my musical influence. What about you? I, you know, I guess I really didn't pay attention to music till after i mean i always listen to music don't get me wrong but i didn't like really like pay attention and listen to music and feel the music i guess if you want to say till after like my dad passed away and uh it wasn't even after he passed away it was like several years after he passed away i think it was like it was like maybe like four years after he passed away is when i started really listening to music like for its own stuff and i would listen to like a lot of like um just radio music, like stuff like that they play all the time, or like just a. And I, and this is gonna sound really bad. It's gonna sound bad because I don't know, you know, whoever is or isn't listening. I mean, whoever is listening, <laughs> it's more like the normal music, like the normal society's, like oh, that's what we listen to, and it's what it, it wasn't. I mean, that's all I would really like listen to, I guess, and then. One day, um, like I said, my mom listens to like a lot of like her own music, and she she's been a uh, she was really grunge ever since she was growing up, and um, I guess the first song, or first that yeah first song that like really opened my eyes was a uh, Audio Slave like a Stone, and you know I guess that song I guess like the recordings and like just how he played everything and oh man, and uh, how just when I heard the song for the first time right. It it opened my eyes to like, hey, this is rock music, you know, because I never really listened to rock music. I never really paid attention. And then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then. um. After that, I discovered who Blink-182 was and Blink-182 is my favorite band, you know, and uh, just do it. Like, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, just light it. Hurry up. <laughs> and um. That's why I discovered who Blink-182 was, and then that's when I discovered what, you know, punk was, and, you know, rock, like, just more into the rock era, and, uh, 
Which is funny because ever since I was born, I was born with like a like almost a full head of hair and it was pretty long. And I always had long hair. Like always. And then when my mom came back into town, she gave me a mohawk. So I always had the style and look or whatever because my mom wanted me to always have it until I was old enough to make my own decision. Be like, hey, you know, I mean, she never forced me, but yeah. And like, I was always around it, but I never paid attention to it. And I guess after like, you know, my dad passed away, I went through the typical like, oh, I feel alone, this and that. I mean, there's other problems that I've went through as well, but you know, it's not about that. But um, it influenced me, you know, it makes me happy. It makes me happy and it makes me feel like if I'm allowed to feel, to cry, to be sad, you know, because I mean, I don't know why. I've kind of always been like this after like all my BS that I've gone through. <laughs> Are you okay, sir? Yeah, just choking on some water. Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> Are you choking on water? <coughs> yeah, <laughs> down the wrong fucking hole, dude. Oh. You know how it is sometimes when you're drinking water and it just goes down the wrong hole. Yeah, Anyways, you. My bad, continue. You're lighting a lighter for water? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, I've always had, like, a hard time, like, crying. So, when I listen to music, it makes me, it, like, it feels like, it, it feels like if I'm allowed to cry. So, it makes me de-stress a lot. Because, to me, music is very important and serious to me. Like, I will never dedicate a song to you unless I mean it. Like, 100%. Oh, see that? I'm not into you. No? <laughs> no, I hate when people dedicate songs. I mean, I don't really do it, but I'm just saying, like, I've done it with, like, loved ones. Yeah. But I have to, I, I really, I analyze the songs, and I, like, I really, I don't just, like, oh, you know, Ed Sheeran, you know, like, one of those songs are, I guess, like, a love song that he, I know he does a lot of love songs. You know, and I'm just not, like, I'm not just, like, oh, yeah, this song reminds me of you. No, I'm, like, I, I, I go through music. <laughs> Fuck, I'm dying over here. <laughs> this is fucking water, man. <laughs> totally. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. So, music, I guess... so Because I'm kind of rambling. Music helps me feel. <laughs> helps me feel because I always felt like I have a hard time showing my emotions. You know, like... <clears throat> it's like somebody grabbing my wrist and then pulling me towards them and hugging them saying it's okay. So I let, I'm able to let my guard down mm -hmm. when I'm listening to music. You know, it's that kind of relief to me. <laughs> yeah. So, and it motivates me a lot too. It can get me stuck sometimes. Like if I'm like really like in sad boy hours and I choose not to like keep going. I've been there where I'm like, I'm binge drinking or whatever. And, you know, and I, I let the music influence me in a bad way. But other than that, I mean, I love music. It's my life. I, I want... I want to make music, you know, I want to, I just want to do it. I don't care if I ever succeed or not. I want to do it for myself because it makes me happy. It makes me feel free. I, I feel like I can actually breathe. Like right now I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk about how, um, how I feel about it and stuff like that. And talking it, oh, it, see, I'm annoying. I'm annoyed right now because I'm saying a lot of repetitive words. And when I sing, I can sing and I can tell a story and I, I, mm -hmm. I know what I'm going to say. When I'm talking, I, I uh, see, I just did it right now. I forget what I'm about to say. And 
that annoys me because like I know what I want to say I just can't but when I sing I could do it oh and I like singing by the way <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was kind of random but so that's how music's influenced me um and stuff like that it's a it's been a big impact on my life I mean I, w- I used to live in North Carolina over there in Fayetteville and uh we lived in the trailer and uh there's an old picture of me when I think I was like three years old singing into a hairdryer because I've always loved singing and I you know how I got into singing this is gonna sound it sounds depressing but it's really not because a lot of people are like oh my gosh no it's not well I don't think it is I'm an only child and both of my parents were in the military and um I was alone a lot you know like with a babysitter or a neighbor or something like that so I would sing to not feel lonely you know because it's not like they really play with you all the time or whatever. No, I mean... Uh, See, yeah. and I can't understand that completely. Because, like, I'm not an only child. So, like, yeah. to understand where you're coming from is very difficult for me. Because, like, coming from a place where it's, like, it's you and another person. Like, you're always competing with that person. And it's, like, there's nothing <clears throat> nothing against my sister or anything. Yeah. But usually that's how it is. It's usually a competing thing where it's like you're trying to fight to get the attention, even though like the attention's on both of you because like you're someone's kid. But like what you're coming from where it's like you're alone and stuff, like I've never dealt with that. Really? So like yeah. I mean, later in life I would deal with that, but that's more because as you start growing up, I feel like people get busy with their lives and Oh man. Hold on. Oh no! What Give us one second. We're gonna be back, and we're gonna talk about fucking um. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, we can edit it. Okay, so I we're think. back. So hello. Um, we're gonna talk about Squarespace really quick. No, we're not. Squarespace that was a pizza guy <laughs> <laughs> on the phone. We ordered pizza because I'm hungry, and it's one sixteen in the morning. Um, it's very late, but who cares? Yeah, you know, you not want to do like a little um, little, okay. Like a little rundown history about who you are. Rundown history. Yeah, nothing crazy. Like, but like, just like a little like, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is kind of what I've been through. I guess you know, because I want whoever's listening to know who we are to see if they even want to listen from us. You know. Yeah, I know. I know where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've always been the type of person that's just straightforward and says it like it is, and you know. Not I don't... with me. You're nice. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between you, but... I'm cute. No. Oh. I mean... Well, nah, nah, you already said it. <laughs> I get it, man. Anyways, um, for me, I've always been a straightforward person. I just say it like it is. So, you know, just growing up, um, life has been weird for me. Not, I'm not going to lie about that. Um, learning about myself has definitely been an experience. <laughs> been to a lot of places, done a lot of things, met a lot of people been through a lot of shit as one person in their life does um but yeah i mean personally personality wise or not hey, not personality wise but like if you want to get down to like statistics like uh my name is michael i'm from el paso but i moved to austin but i moved back to el paso because i wanted to go to school somewhere where it's like i, I understood my roots more um, 21, about to turn 22 in two months or so. And then one month. one month, 
Oh, okay. yeah, it's already September. My bad. I yeah. keep thinking it's August for some reason, or early August. It still feels like it. Schools started like three weeks ago, and it feels like it just started yesterday. But 21 turning 22 fairly soon. Um, and I'm, I'm fuck, I'm gay. I don't care. I don't, <laughs> I'm gay. Hello. Like, it doesn't matter. Like sexuality wise, who it's like, whoever you sleep with is who you sleep with. Well, it's you're nobody. Gay? Oh, yeah, dude. You didn't know that. <laughs> no, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But like, you know, who cares? Like you sleep with who you sleep with. Like you love who you want to love. It doesn't matter to me. It shouldn't matter to anybody. Fuck it. But if you want to put a label on it, there it is. I'm not afraid to, like, hide it or anything. I really don't care. <laughs> but, um, that's, that's pretty much me. Like, been through a lot of shit. Still going through shit. Gonna go through shit in the future, but, you know, fucking still here and alive. And that's life. Yeah. But that's not all you are. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely more to me, but I'm not going to be like, guys, this is who I am. Let me give you all my life stories. He's also it's a like, pretty big activist. Then it's like, I lose my interest in it. Everybody's like, so you got any more stories? And I'm like, nah, like, I don't. And then they're just <laughs> like, all right, so you're not going to say anything? And then I'm just like, yep. <laughs> and it's like, well, are you going to say it? Yep. What are you going to say? Yep. <laughs> But, like, yeah, um, you guys will get to know me through time, if time allows it. <laughs> uh, that scary. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh, that was very morbid anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. It's me. You want to give a lowdown of you? We should have did each other. That would have been fucking hilarious. Um, that would have been content. My name's Esteban. Uh, Born in North Carolina, Fayetteville. Um, my mom was in the military. She was a single mother. Uh, I don't know who my real dad is. Uh, after she was born, after I was born, I'm sorry, because uh, she was active duty and she was uh, stationed over there. Uh, I actually got shipped to El Paso, where all of my family lives, most of my family, and because um, well, my family lives in Juarez, so I lived in El Paso for two years. And then my mom uh, got uh, deployed back over here to El Paso. And um, after that, she met my my stepdad. And then they got married and stuff like that. And that's the one that's the one dad that I felt really connected to because I never had a dad. And uh, it's like I never had a mom either. <laughs> because uh, I didn't know her for two years, you know. And, like, I can't really talk about that with her because I ask her, I'm like, how is it, like, you know, that you don't have, like, you didn't, you didn't see your son growing up and stuff like that? Because, I mean, I was always, like, switching houses between my cousins, uncles, and, like, aunts, you know? I never had, like, really one space when I was growing up. Because there, there's pictures of me when I was, like, a baby, and they're always, like, in different houses all the time. Like, apartments or, like, it's really weird. And, uh... At least you have pictures of you growing up. I don't have any. I'm talking about, like, three. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, still. Yeah. And then, um, my mom married my dad, and, you know, I, I it's funny, because I really don't like guys, but I respect a lot of, uh, oh, the pizza! Now we'll be back when, with our, uh, Squarespace sponsor. Give us two minutes, guys. 
Okay, we're back. We got the pizza. Yeah, finally, the pizza's here. I think I know why I was feeling sick. <laughs> I'm assuming because you haven't eaten all day. I ate a salad. <laughs> salad doesn't really count as food. No offense to our vegan and vegetarian friends. You guys cook up some great shit that I've eaten throughout my entire life, and I'm just like, kudos to you. Oh, interesting fact about me. I don't think that you knew. I used to be vegan, like hardcore vegan, because my mom was. Yeah. For like five years. I actually liked it. I mean, I used to be, um, I wasn't vegan completely, but I was a vegetarian. No, my mom was in hardcore high vegan. high school, throughout, throughout high school, I was just a fucking vegetarian. I didn't care. I was like, I can't eat another animal, like, fucking. <laughs> and I still kind of believe that now, even though, like, it's not the case anymore, mm -hmm. but. Okay. Sorry. Let me, let me get a few bites in. Okay. I don't know where I really was. Anyways, I, I don't... I know where I was. The man. My stepdad. I respect him a lot because... He loved my mom so much, right? They were married for five years. Mm -hmm. And then he passed away because he had cancer. Um, he saw me. And the very first thing he said to me... And I don't remember because I was small. I think I was around like, I met him, I think I was like four or three, about to be four. I mean, again, I didn't really, was I wasn't, my, I wasn't with my mom, but, um, which was not her choice, by the way. She like, there was nothing she could do about it legally because mm -hmm. you're on contract when you're in the military. Um, they were already dating and he really loved my mom. And the first thing he said when he saw me, and this like kind of, <laughs> kind of chokes me up still. He was like, that's my son. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, for a man to even love their kid is is a strong thing. And for a man to love somebody else's kid is even harder. You know? No, yeah, completely. Because I'm kind of in the same boat where my dad walked out on us when I was a very young child. And it was just me and my mom and my sister the entire time. But later down the line, she got in contact with her old boyfriend that she was with since the eight. That, since they were like together in the eighties, but then something happened where like they broke up and then. Like, is that is that your current dad? Yeah, he's cool. I like him. Yeah, well, that's where like my mom and him have their connection. Like they were dating in the eighties. They were supposed to marry each other. They were talking about kids. They they wanted, I think, um, one girl and they wanted four boys. Wow. And, like, years later, what do they have? Four boys and one girl. But it's divided between different families. Like, he had kids with his wife. My mom had kids with my father. And then stuff happened, and then they ended up together. And it's, like, three boys on his side, me and my sister on the other side. And it's, like, they got what they wanted. It was weird. Life worked out the way they talked about it this entire time. Mm -hmm. But, you know... He, like, he's just taking me in, and, like, I look at him like, Dad, like, I mean, I can't call him Dad because I know, I know, I know, how do I say it? Like, there are times when I will call him Dad, but I can't really fully call him Dad because, like, since I knew my dad and I knew how he was before he left. Yeah. It's like, that's Dad, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like... 
It's like instilled in you. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like that's dad, but like my mom, the person that my mom's with, I'm just like he's dad too. So it still confuses me. So I'm still getting over it, but eventually I'll find no, a solution. Well, but I understand that because I don't know if it's because I'm older now. I'm an adult. I don't know if it's because I, I I feel like I can never call another man dad. Mm-hmm. Like, like my girlfriend, right? Let's just say we got married. Even though I already kind of love her family, even though I haven't really met them, but like I've like talked to them a little bit on the phone and stuff they say, or she tells me what they say. I don't like. It would be hard for me to even call somebody else's like dad, dad. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me, maybe. But anyway, let me let me continue the little yeah. rundown myself. I'll, I'll try to speed it up. Um. After my father passed away, uh, my mother became an alcoholic. So I lost my mom again. Uh, all the way till like, 12 years old is where I have, like, most of my memories. Like, where I remember. Yeah. Because that was the first time I, I went to uh, UBH. UBH is a mental hospital. And, um, which is not... Okay. Before you judge me, I don't care. But... <laughs> Second off, I've been there, so if you're going to judge both of us, I don't think you should be on this podcast yeah. anyways. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, but... And this isn't, a, this isn't a plea for help or anything like that. It's just we're just talking about what we've been through. Like I said, some shit. Yeah. And so she was an alcoholic, and um, I remember I always had to like be there on the phone when she's throwing up to make sure, you know, this might be the day she has alcohol poisoning or whatever, you know? So after my father died... Me and my mom never got along. We would fight all the time. You know, CPS was involved. You know, stuff like that. Just several things. You know, I tried running away two times. No, three times. But I I always came back because... I don't know. I was young. I mean, I don't know what I was doing. I really didn't. You know? Um, I got... I I dropped out of school. Uh on fifth grade you know and um I always had to like teach myself after that uh that's why I'm used to homeschooling because I would self teach myself all the time that's why I feel dumb because like you're in college and you're the same age as me and I'm barely getting my GED because of BS that's happened I mean I'm in college right now but I'm a freshman and there are people in my classes that are like 17 18 and I'm like well, that it, it counts mm. different ways, but I yeah. know where you're coming from. Yeah. And so fast forward to like when I turned 16, 17, uh I went to UBH for the second time. And then after that, I actually kind of tried to fix myself because the first time I went to UBH, I just lied and I was like, "No, I'm fine. Like I don't need this. You know, I'm not crazy." Just for general information, everybody does that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The the biggest rule about mental health is that you're not going to get better unless you want to get better. That's and, what pe- Yeah. And majority of us, like, if I want to be honest, aren't comfortable with that no. idea. So that's why we lie and try to get out of shit. So that way we don't have, like, our anxiety is just like, oh. Okay. Again, yeah. That's why, like, that's the first step. You won't get better until you want to get better. That's why, like, when I tell my friends that care about other friends, they're like, oh, I want to force them or I want to keep telling them, telling them. I was like, dude, you could tell them all you want. You could, I was like, but you can't make them do anything. You could, you could, the only thing you could do is just be there for them. Yep. You know? 
But uh, until they want to change, they're not going to. And I know it sounds mean. And okay, for for, for me, I like to believe I'm an activist, but I feel so dumb when it comes to like words. I, I don't know if that's because of dyslexia or not. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I wish I knew more stuff because I want to know everything before I even open my mouth. And I don't know if that's just because I feel dumb or I am dumb or maybe I'm just like over think stuff, you know? Anyway, uh, so, oh, that was a little off topic. Okay, so uh, UBH for the second time, I got help what I really wanted. Uh, no, I mean, I really put in the work to help myself this time uh, for all the grief of like my dad being passed away and stuff like that and some other things that I'm not going to mention just because I don't feel comfortable doing it. Um, that was the first time I ever apologized to my mom. Mm-hmm. We were in the car, we were driving on the freeway, and I was driving. Uh, and yes, I was driving at 16, 17 because my mom uh, has a bad back. She hardly moves now. And so I learned to drive uh, young. Uh, anyways, um, okay, so we uh, we got along a little bit better. It was very dicey. Fast forward to 18 years. No. Let's just jump to now, 21, right? Yeah. Let's... I mean, wherever you want to do it. Yeah. I mean, I went to... Uh... I went to UVH again for the third time. I went for my second time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, t- trust me. If I had one of those cards where like, they punch holes in it, so like, <laughs> you get your fucking reward, I would have had it by now. You get a free 10 weeks. <laughs> Free ten weeks. <laughs> no, but um. Now, I've never really. I've had suicidal tendencies. I mean, I, I'm gonna say we all have, even though people. Let's just say people will never have mental health. The reason I say that I know we've all kind of gone through it is because everybody's been through the way like, oh, I don't want to deal with this right now, you know. And I never wanted to die. I just didn't want to feel anything. Mm. I don't want to die. I really don't. I mean, at some point in my life, I've been like, uh, time, now's about the time to yeah. check out already. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't want to die either. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of us that are like, death, let's fucking, you know, yeah. dance, are like, once we finally get down to like thinking about it, we all have this existential crisis of like, oh shit, and then like, things just start getting out of hand, but like, yeah. Oh, it's... yeah. <laughs> but continue. And, um... You know, I self-harmed myself and stuff like that. And this was several... This was... I think the last time I was there was nine years ago at UBH, the mental hospital. And I told myself I was there. Because I was really... I was really... I was blacked out drunk and I woke up there. And I was like, wow. I was like... I mean, I remember that I was in the hospital and stuff like that. But I was really intoxicated. Remember, you you met me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We met each other at the same exact time. Like, same window same whatever the fuck we were both doing at that time we were both getting um we were both getting checked in or it's called something else i forgot the called, i don't know what it's called but they were i think a new admission. admission yeah, yeah. they're admitting us so we were both there at the same time and i was there and i was like literally mad because i was like fuck i'm here again damn <laughs> when you become a fucking resident of this place and you start knowing people by their names and they know <laughs> by your name like oh, that's God. a fucking problem but i wasn't there that many times but yeah 
<laughs> but I was there just like, fuck, I'm here again. And like just looking at fucking HD, HGTV or um, for they fucking remodel shows. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to watch this show. Like I have nothing to do. I'm going to sit in this room for like maybe an hour or two. Like might as well fucking enjoy myself while I'm here. And then like all of a sudden, like right after they let me go and they're like, all right, go pick your seat. I'm sitting down and watching and like they fucking wheel in. <laughs> they wheel in <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> they wheel in you. And you look pissed and I'm like, oh shit. I was very mad. I was like, he looked just as mad as me. Because <laughs> I didn't want to be there. And none of us want to be there, but like they were fucking having us there. So then. They let him down, and then they, like, look at his leg, the person that's admitting us, because they're, like, nurses that do it. Oh, just a little warning. Um, we're not going to say anything detailed, but just a blood warning, I guess. I don't know if that matters. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but they look down at his pants, and they're like... And my shirt. And his shirt. It was everywhere. Is that blood? And the most sarcastic motherfucker I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I was mad. Fucking moment looks him dead in the eye and just just tells him, "Nah, it's candy." Like just I didn't say with it like a, that. It, it, I said like, like like ask me. Is that blood on on you? No, it's candy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was pissed off. I didn't want to be there. So then they wheel in this fucker next to me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. I sat like almost next to you, yeah. Yeah. There was this girl that was in between us because like... They didn't have a lot of chairs. Yeah. So then like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm never going to see this guy again. So thank you for the sarcasm and the laugh. So then like, I go upstairs where they put my ass off at. It's like the adult unit or something. Yeah, because I look like a kid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. So <laughs> oh my god. I go up to the adult unit and I'm looking around and there's fucking there's a whole list of characters in there. And I like some of them I love them like by the time I left because they were just wonderful like human beings. Yeah, like wonderful human beings. The others though were a bit of a they were like assholes, but I'm pretty sure they had their reasons. Oh okay. but we had fucking a whole list of characters in this fucking unit. Like that the personality of that entire unit could just like fucking create the superhuman that is like all powerful or something. So then I'm sitting down and like five seconds later, guess who fucking walks into the adult fucking unit? Me, motherfucker! He walks in and then he's like there with his fucking Blink-182 shirt. He's, uh, his jacket. And he was pissed. He was just like... All full of blood. Yeah. Because I so, wasn't allowed to take a shower. So the first two days, like... That he was there. He was literally sitting at the fucking window every fucking day, looking out, like, not wanting to be there. I'm like, same. I was really sad when I was like, I don't, I don't know how to approach this person. I don't know if this oh person my wants gosh. to be when approached. We first started talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. So, like, I was just like, I don't know how the fuck to, like, be like, hey, are you okay? I don't think you wanted to. Because you didn't care about anybody. I didn't care. I mean, I mean nobody did. But... I mean, nobody there really cares about anybody. But, I mean, there's something in me where I'm just like, damn, he must be going through some shit more so than, like, pretty much everybody here. And before before he gets to the part, because I know he's about to get to it, when I was there for the two days, keep in mind, I didn't have any change of clothes, 
and they give you temporary scrubs and they didn't give me temporary scrubs for two days so i was in the same disgusting blood smelling clothes same for two days yeah and he wasn't even in clothes he was in fucking scrubs already like oh yeah i didn't have a shirt because they tore off my shirt yeah, he had fucking scrubs he didn't have a shirt he didn't have pants until like no i had pants no but i remember you having the hospital ones first and then I think they gave you another pair of blue ones because you they were just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they checked my body to yeah. see. Yeah, and then they saw, like, it was bloody, so they gave you a new scrub outfit. But they, but, um, it's because they tore, and then I had to wear the blood pants, mm -hmm. remember? Yeah. So then, I don't know how the fuck, I can't remember how the fuck I went up to him, and I was like. Really? Really? You don't remember? No. I, I didn't cry. I, I, will, I was straight-faced the whole time. I will make the fucking argument that good friends that you have in your life that are meant to be with you, you guys don't remember how the fuck you met. It just happens. And, like, that's all you remember. While people, like, you want to fucking forget. You're all like, oh, yeah, I remember this, this exact same place where I saw you. That's true. It, okay, so the first two days I was there, I had a straight face. I looked pissed all the time, but just, like, the resting bitch face, Okay. I, he had a, I mean, he says he has a resting bitch face, but it was more like, I was like, is he about to cry? <laughs> Maybe. Actually, well, I mean, I was pretty sad, but I didn't cry until oh, you met me. I think I remember fucking talking to you yes, for the first time. I was on the phone. No, I don't think you were on the phone. The first fucking time, I think, is um, they were fucking watching wrestling because I'm like, like I said, these oh, people yeah. are fucking characters in this unit that they were like, you know what? It's Monday night. Let's watch fucking Raw for some reason. And I couldn't sleep. So then I'm kind of like sitting there like fucking watching wrestling with fucking everybody because I'm like... We with only Cal? Have, yeah. We only have like one fucking TV, so... Yeah. <laughs> we like weren't even supposed to be watching wrestling. I, we, we weren't. It's a, an aggressive, aggressive sport. I don't... Now how I just promoted violence. Yeah. Or whatever. So then finally like he, he like walks next to me and then he sits like two chairs away from me. Yeah. And I'm just I don't know what the fuck exactly I said, but I think I asked him, I'm like, dude, are you watching wrestling? <laughs> and he's like, I think your exact response was, eh, yeah. <laughs> And I hate wrestling, by the way. I think it's boring. But I was like, whatever, we're going to watch this. Like, because <laughs> mm. you're stuck in there. You're okay. So if, if, if nobody's, if you've never been to like a mental hospital, right? They're pretty much all the same. Yeah. I mean, you're stuck in a room all day and you can't leave if you're inpatient, by the way, uh, until there's set activities throughout the day. But when you're not going through these activities... You're in a fucking room all day, you know, like, and it's not like a bedroom. I mean, like this big, like, like a huge living room and like everybody's like beds are next. It's like to a me. huge common room. Yeah. It's so, prison. Anyways. <laughs> and so you're just there the whole time and like for six hours, literally doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So, because the activities only last like what? Maybe like four hours? Yeah. And then most of the time they want you with break time or some stupid shit. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's rest time. What I thought was stupid is that we only got one break, but we got three smoke breaks. <laughs> but I would go to them because I would want to go outside, you know? I mean, granted, you're in a cage, okay, when you go outside, but still. Still, they had more smoke breaks than fucking regular breaks. 
Yeah. And I would always wait for this one to fucking come with us to fucking smoke break so I could talk to him. But he never fucking went. Me? <laughs> yeah. The because, first couple of times. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't. I, I used to smoke. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped. And then when I was there, I kind of did it again. But um, in a weird way, I'm actually kind of glad that I ended up in UBH. Because I really focused on myself there. Oh, I am too. I've learned things now that I wish I would have learned like years ago. You know, it's funny because I don't feel like the counseling did anything because I didn't really, I mean, everything I, UBH is like your first step, you know? And when I was there, cause I was there a week, no, two weeks. Yeah. I was there two weeks cause you left before me. Mm. I was there two weeks and all I did in my room, like every day was just self-reflect, you know, I really thought about where I was, where I want to go. You know, acceptance, understanding why I hurt myself, why I was drinking, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I honestly did. And I was like, hey, look, I was like, hey, I, I realized what I was doing. I was, like, I, I was like, I had that born again Christian kind of thing, yeah. you know? But it was more like a realization in life. It was more like a realization and like, hey, let's get some shit done. You know, like I'm, I'm motivated now. Yeah. My mom needs me. She can't walk any. She can hardly walk, you know? I take care of her. I take care of the bills. I just, the only thing I don't have a job is, and the only reason I don't have a job is because I'm choosing not to right now because I want to go back to school. Yeah. And that's scary to me because. <laughs> School's fucking scary. Let me tell you. The last time I was in school, I dropped out of fifth grade and then I went back into to high school with, uh, which is funny because they're like, you can't, you can't test in the high school. Oh, I tested. Bullshit. No, no, yeah. I did with AP classes. Mm-hmm. and commended yeah. which i i know uh, and i'm not trying to show off it's just i do still feel stupid you know <laughs> but uh when i self-teach myself i mean i do it you know but i'm scared i'm scared to go back into i mean i'm just gonna get a gd and then college like jesus that's, that's that's just big you know for somebody that didn't really grow up in public education which in, you see a lot of flaws in when you're not in it by the way oh yeah public education is fucking flawed up the ass but that's another topic for another day yeah but uh yeah i mean so i mean i've really matured a lot grown up a lot you know i mean i met this fag (laughs) i love you oh and by the way i love you too i hate labels you know but i understand words have meanings but i don't mean it like that we're friends we're very good friends if you're gonna take it that way, I'm sorry to offend you. If you're gonna take I just it that don't way, care. If you're gonna take it that way, coming from a gay man, please get off this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you take life very seriously and you like get offended really quickly, I'm sorry. You're you're not gonna have a good time here. Just being honest with you. Yes. If you're a social justice warrior, if you're PC, I'm sorry. And I'm an activist, and that says a lot. So, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, so that's pretty much who we are. I mean, we're a basket case, you know, <laughs> but I like to think of us as the misfit toys on the island of misfit toys. <laughs> I'm a pussy, though. That's okay. <laughs> I'm that choo-choo train. Did <laughs> <laughs> you fucking waste the bread? I was going to give it to the dogs. I don't like the crust. You know what? I want this one. It's because you're smoking. Wait, what? You're smoking water, you know? Because we don't tell the viewers. No, I was kidding. I like okay, smoking guys. water, duh. Well, we'll stop it there for now. I know it's kind of a long podcast, but... It's a I'm... nicotine pipe. Stop. <laughs> I wanted I wanted this one to be kind of long so you could just know who we are, you know? I mean, that's 
you hardly know anything about us, but it's the start. We're still going to make podcasts, even though if you don't like us, because it's a way for us to vent and we like it. Um, Don't hate us too much. We love you guys, even if you hate us. I hope you have a good day. And uh, that's pretty much it. You want to say anything? Same. Just that. Just same. (laughs) Bye. Bye.